This is the Hollywood Raw Podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glenn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw Podcast. I'm Dax Holt, Adam Glenn, on the other side of this out in New York. Hello. Ah, buddy. I am excited for today's podcast. I got some good insight into some of these stories. Uh, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. No complaints. I'm ready for the weekend. Uh, I look forward to uh, these raw rundowns because I'm like, that means we're almost done with the week. <laughs> oh, so good. And I know if you're in our Facebook group, well, we got a lot of good uh, content. We have this uh, private Facebook group where we kind of talk. And you guys have been awesome. We've been kind of like, not just us, it's like you guys have been talking with each other. And we're finding some stuff out about like, should we see that new Olivia Wilde, Harry Styles movie? Um, and you guys have been talking about giving us your opinions on it. So I just really appreciate Shout out to the people in the Facebook group. You guys have been really good and fun. Well, not um, only that, Adam dropped a bomb in there, which I'm not going to talk about here. But he dropped a bomb in there about uh, two people that were out on a date on, what was that, Wednesday night? No, it was last night. Thir- today, where it's, uh, yeah, Wednesday night. Sure, yeah. Wednesday no, night. Like, <laughs> Wednesday night, yeah. Yeah, so last on, night. Uh, on Wednesday night, there was uh, pretty well-known people out at, that I didn't see coming. So if you want to see who's out dating in the streets of New York, uh, head on in to Facebook. Find the Off the Record private Facebook group for the Hollywood Raw fans, and uh, you can see who that is. So anyway, let's get to this uh, so we can get you guys in and out. I got a couple reviews that I want to read for you to say thank you to the people that took a couple minutes out of their time, went to iTunes, and left us reviews. This one comes from Brianna from Wellington, Florida. It says, love Hollywood Raw. Thank you guys for consistently feeding my nosy soul with all the celebrity gossip and news I want to know. Laugh out loud, the best. Also, the episodes with the guests that have been so fun and juicy, and that's from Brianna at Wellington, Florida. Hopefully, Brianna, you are staying dry and safe out there in Florida. I've been watching the news. It's been Yes, crazy. thank you, Brianna. All right, what's so, next, Dax? Thank Dex? you for that. Next one comes from... This is from CNC Mimi. Great pod. Loving this podcast. It's very entertaining. Kelly from Marietta, California. Thank you, Kelly. Guys, we really do appreciate it. The best thing you can do is take that time. Send us a review. Um, all right, let's get into the Raw Rundown. Got a busy week uh, ahead of us to talk about, so let's start it off. Yeah, let's start with the number 10, uh, the number 10 story of the week. Dax, number 10 is uh, this new Netflix Dahmer movie is getting criticized by by a lot of people, including the family of one of his victims, um, and we will get into why. So uh, if you've been on Netflix recently, you've seen that Dahmer Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, is currently number one in the U.S., uh, and I believe that was of today. It's just been crushing it on there. I, I want to say there was like 196 million views of this. Uh, like Everyone's going crazy wanting to check out this story um, because – Listen, every time there's a Dahmer thing, people love it. I mean, he, they've had numerous movies. This one, though, people are a little upset because they feel that it glamorizes him. Um, and I think that's a that's a problem when you make the serial killer glamorous. People seem to get a little pissed off. Have you yeah. followed any of these movies? Uh, I watched the first few episodes. The uh, It was pretty insane. The <laughs> Dude, the... The Jeffrey Dahmer show, if you have watched on Netflix, it's it's intense. The guy who plays him, he it's just very, very creepy. It makes you feel uncomfortable. I don't think I've ever seen a show. I can't think of another show that I've watched that made me feel uncomfortable watching it. But 
there's a lot of people that are petitioning where they're, you know, Dahmer, you know, deserves to get a, we should have a memorial for the people. And it's, it's just a fucking, it's pretty insane. The whole story is really wild. So one of the people that's speaking up is Rita Isabel, who was the sister of Errol Lindsay, and that was one of Jeffrey's victims. She, if you've watched the show, there's a scene where there's the sister in a courtroom giving an impactful statement during the 1992 sentencing. And so this is her. This is the woman that was portrayed in the show. And she said, you know, this was really tough for me because, number one, Netflix never reached out to her to say, hey, we're doing this. She found out when the rest of the world found out. She didn't. So she's watching the show and suddenly she pops up essentially on screen and she goes, holy shit, this woman not only looks like me, has the hair the same way, is saying the exact same things verbatim of what I said in court, but is wearing also the same clothes. So she's like, I almost thought it was me. I thought they were just re-showing the video footage from the court hearings. Um, but she said, you know, I wish I would have been given a heads up before I had to see myself on screen and had to relive the whole thing once again. Um, so she's like, I had the same emotions, everything that was brought back from that 1992 court hearing. And uh, I, I got to imagine that is pretty tough because, yeah, you, you're now hearing the words you said back then and having to essentially, again, like she said, relive it. Like, that kind of sucks. Yeah, if you haven't watched it, I would... I don't know if I recommend you watching it. You just have to have uh, thick skin to watch it. It's just, it's very uncomfortable. All right, Dax, what's the number? Hollywood loves those serial killer stories. All right. People love serial killer stuff. People love the, the, the crime stuff. It's crazy how much. People love this crime and killer stuff. It's it's odd. What's the number nine story, Dex? All right. Kanye West, because got to have our Kanye West little fix for the week every week. <laughs> he has now hired Melinda Gates' divorce lawyer to rep him in his case against Kim Kardashian. You know, Melinda Gates uh, very famously divorced Bill Gates in a multi-billion dollar divorce case. Um, and so now he says... I think that that person would be a good person to rep us. So he has retained rapper uh, Robert Stephen Cohen. And, um, you know, this guy obviously knows how to negotiate billion-dollar divorces. So he has now retained him. That's all I really have on that story. I just thought it was really interesting that he is going for this high, high-powered high divorce attorney. When it, I thought most of the stuff that they had was, like, pretty well negotiated already, like, I think they had a prenup in, involved. They already had the um, the custody between them settled with the kids. Like she has the kids 80% of the time. So I'm kind of interested. And a lot of the property details were already hashed out. So I'm wondering why he needed to get this huge divorce lawyer on his side. Yeah, I don't know what the final, like what he's trying to get out of it. I do know that he has changed his team much. Uh, this isn't out there, but he did actually hire... Um, 50 Cent and Paulie D from Jersey Shore's publicist recently. Um, so he is really? working with a new publicist. Yeah. So he's working that's with so, a new publicist now. That's so random. That's why, like, good for him. I mean, it's just random. Yeah, but that's why you actually see in the last few days or like two weeks or so, like the media about him has been a little bit different. You know, he did Good Morning America. It's been a little bit like not as much rough Kanye coverage it's been a little bit sweeter and nicer and it's maybe because of the representative he has uh he did do something which he, is kind of crazy he needed he needed someone to watch over what the hell he was doing get him off Twitter. yeah yeah exactly but he did actually recently change his instagram avatar to chris jenner 
Um, so his inst- his Instagram handle, the little default photo, it's now of yeah. Chris Jenner, but he's not trying to uh, kind of come at Chris. He says it's out of peace and respect for Chris Jenner. So I don't know if this is a new Kanye or what's going on with him, but it seems like he's just doing like making that the right seems decisions. Like a shady move. Still weird. Love still and weird. respect is making her the avatar. I don't get it, but okay. Yeah, still weird. But he I, he's saying he means well. All right. What's the number eight story? Number eight story, Mackenzie Scott filing for divorce. You may not realize the last name Scott, but maybe if I said Mackenzie Bezos, you would understand who I'm talking (laughs) about. Uh, So Mackenzie, formerly Bezos, now Scott, is now filing for a divorce from her second husband. Um, They've only been married about a year and a half, and he was a a former school teacher. Yeah. Well, apparently did not work out with him, so... You, you married one of the richest men in the world, didn't work out. You you di- you went for someone who didn't have all the money in the world, it didn't work out. I, I don't know why. They haven't obviously said why it fell apart, but um, it seems like it's a pretty simple divorce, honestly. I mean, they had a prenup. They had a separation contract, community property agreement, so I think it'll all kind of sort itself out very quickly. And uh, apparently, according to Forbes, she is worth three point – I'm sorry – $33.8 billion. So it is quite a big divorce. You think this guy, Dan, the, the teacher who's getting divorced with her, do you think he got a little something? Like, oh, I'm I sure mean, he did. At least he, six he, figures? Absolutely. Or property, I'm, at least? I'm sure he is a multimillionaire at this point. Like, he may not be a billionaire, um, but I'm sure he is a multimillionaire, even though they were only married for a year and a half. But yeah. it is weird, though. Like, how did this ha- How did it dissolve so quickly? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Number seven. Number seven, Tom and Giselle are staying separately in Miami amid the Hurricane Ian. This is according to a report. Uh, Page Six broke this story, but they are staying in separate homes, uh, according to them. And, you know, him and his fellow Tampa Bay Buccaneers teammates left the city earlier in the week as the storm was approaching. But we're told they're, well, I'm not, we are told. Page Six is told that uh, the Brazilian fashion model is at the family home in Indian Creek Island uh, that's been you know, been renovated back in 2020. They did not share where Brady is reportedly staying, just not with them. And the kids are also in Miami. So this is a big deal. Like, you're getting hit with a hurricane Major and you're not hurricane. together. That's a that's a big freaking deal. This to me makes it seem like they're they're worse than everyone thinks they are. Yeah, no, that's uh it's definitely you know, weird how they th- there hasn't been they've been working on this story for a while and we haven't heard anything coming up. They they haven't haven't Tom or Giselle, their people haven't even cleared the rumors. You know, just said, okay, kibosh, it's, it's all clear here. Um, so it's... Yeah, but if you're not spending the time, like, when a hurricane's During a hitting, hurricane together? Like, you're you're there to make sure your, your wife and your children are okay. That means she doesn't want you there to make sure she is okay. <laughs> you know what I'm well, saying? Well, it's not like, even... Yeah. It's a big it's deal. Not even, it's not even her, him wanting to come to her. It's, like, her coming to him because he's clearly working. Like, he's... He's got to work right now, and uh, she's still not coming to him. She's like, I would rather sit through the eye of a hurricane than be next to you, you asshole. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe a stronger Wi-Fi at the family home. Who knows? But it's (laughs) not like the Wi-Fi is working in a hurricane. But it's weird. No one's cleared the air there. So there's definitely some a lot of drama going on there and things 
don't seem like they're getting better. All right, what's the number six story? Number six, and I'm surprised that you put this at number six, to be honest with you, because this is probably one of the top stories of the week. But uh, uh, Haley Bieber sat down with Caller Daddy, uh, the podcast, obviously, with Alexa Cooper, and revealed all kinds of stuff that the world has been wanting to know about Haley and Justin and their relationship and the Selena Gomez rumors and like everything aired it all out was a very candid interview. I highly suggest if you guys are into any of that stuff, head on over to Caller Daddy. Um, it is a Spotify exclusive, so you'll have to have Spotify. But uh, listen to this interview where you know, she clears the air saying that she was never she never got into a relationship with Justin while he was in a relationship with anyone else. So that kind of dispelled the rumor that she broke up the Selena and Justin relationship. She also went into the fact that, you know, she doesn't want to call him a fuckboy before them getting together, but she said he did have a lot of his fun back in his other his past days and that uh, you know, he was a different person, but he has changed a lot since then. Uh, got into their their sex life, talking about that they're more of night sex people rather than morning sex people, that they're into doggy style, like all kinds of stuff. I mean, this was a very explicit interview because, well, it's it's Alex Cooper and that she's going to get into sex details, but did that. Um, I mean, all kinds of stuff that she's talked to Selena since they've gotten married. So lots of lots of good interview. I highly suggest you checking it out. Yeah. What, let me ask you this, though. Do you think this was a good move for Haley to do this interview? Why not? It makes her, like, interesting, makes her, you know, someone that people want to talk about and listen to. I don't know. I think it's, a, I think it's good. I, I'm curious how Justin received the whole thing after he hears his wife, like, airing out all this kind of sexual details about their life. Yeah. I, I didn't know if it was the best move, in my opinion. I was like... Some why, things what, was just what like, makes you change your mind? Like, who cares? Because some things should have been just kept as an illusion. You know, like, I don't need to know that stuff. And listen, do, am I mad that I know it? No. However, yeah, if I was a publicist, she's, I would be like, just keep it, keep, keep, stay more mysterious. I know, but she's like the third person. Like, it was always Justin, Selena, and then Haley. You know what I'm saying? So I think she wants the ability to have her voice heard by the millions out there. And she gets trashed all the time. Like every day she goes online and it's like, fuck you, Haley, you know, you, you ruined the relationship or people just jealous that she's the one that ended yeah, up. I don't with mean Justin to send Bieber. those emails. It's just part of my morning routine. I don't mean to send, you know, but I don't they just <laughs> <laughs> No, but she, she did say that there was a point where she's like, I kind of didn't want to deal with it anymore. I wanted to, you know, as she alluded to taking her own life because she was tired of the constant hate and barrage of shit online. Yeah. Eh. So, well, yeah. good interview. Check it out. Number five. Number five. Ned Fulmer from, um, what is it called? The, the Try Guys. The Try Guys. He got wrapped big YouTubers. up in a whole, what is it? Yeah, they're big YouTubers. They're like. Yeah, huge YouTubers. Um, so he got caught up in a cheating scandal, kind of explained the whole thing, went and posted on social media that family should have – I guess he was hooking up uh, with someone, an employee of the show, and cheating on his wife, Ariel. So 
He released a statement saying, family should have always been my priority, but I lost focus and had a consensual workplace relationship. I'm sorry for any pain uh, that my actions may have caused to the guys and the fans, but most of all to Ariel. The only thing that matters right now is my marriage and my children, and that's where I'm going to focus my attention. And he did get let go from the show because of all of this. So he's going to have plenty of time on his hands to focus on his wife. Yeah. Uh, Listen, it became a big story i didn't know these guys were that big because Dude, this story huge. was going everywhere might have been a slow news day why this story became so big therefore i don't i am not mad that i put this one before Haley bieber and i'm not <laughs> mad i put the number four story before this Haley bieber story because it's kind of wild kind of weird and we have some insight on it what's the number four story Number four story is Kenan Thompson's ex, Christina, is now dating his Saturday Night Live co-star, Chris Redd, which was pretty shocking because they've clearly spent a lot of time together. So if you remember, um, Chris and Christina, I'm sorry, Kenan and Christina uh, got a divorce. Uh, when was that divorce? That was like... 2019, oh, like roughly? A, yeah, something like that. So they get yeah. a divorce nearly six months after um, their separation, E.T. confirmed that there's a new man, and that is his old co-star from Saturday Night Live, Chris. Um, Chris just recently left Saturday Night Live, so I don't know if, if that this plays any part or what the case is, but it seems like Chris and Christine are dating. The two have known each other um, since SNL, since her and our sons Chris and Keenan worked together, and they started dating after Keenan and Christina split is what they're being told. So here's what we do know. They did so. They actually broke up in April. Keenan and Christina. There was a photo that TMZ broke, and it was a photo of Christina and Chris walking and holding hands, and it was shot from mm-hmm. the back. <laughs> this girl set up Chris. Bottom line is that's that's what happened. Wait, this which girl, girl set up Chris? Christina. Christina set up Chris. She got that photo because it's a random weird photo. And it was it was taken by them and leaked to TMZ. Now, so wait, there's no you way th- you get. A- Here's the thing. So, she she just wanted allegedly that news out. allegedly. Um, yeah, I think she wanted to control the narrative and want the story out. I think this is a girl who likes the attention, who wants to become a name, and she so do you wanted think it the was story done out to drive the dagger into Keenan. I do. I think I don't think it was there to drag the the dagger into Keenan. I think it was more to make her a little bit more relevant, but also to control the narrative a little bit. Um, because there's no way you see this photo from the back of Chris and, and walking hand in hand with this girl. And you clearly know who Chris is if you know SNL, but you don't know who Christina is. And someone's like, oh my God, I just saw Keenan Thompson's ex-wife walking with Chris Red. Like, it's just weird how someone's able to put that stuff together. So I think it was planted. I think it was set up. Um, the story itself was like too nice of an article. It wasn't like, hey, this was a, maybe the reason why that that Chris left SNL because Chris r- said he was leaving SNL like two weeks ago, which was too yeah. close to the start day um, of the new season, the 48th season. So yeah. I do I think this was this lady if she walked past me and had absolutely no idea who she yeah, is. Yeah, no, so I do think this was set up from Christina. I don't think Chris was involved. I don't think Keenan was involved, but I also think she didn't want to badmouth people as well in the story. So it's sort of weird. Interesting. They were married. Uh, her and Keenan were married for eleven years. By the way, saw that. Yes. Okay. All right. Number three. 
Oh, number three, Brad Pitt and Emily Radzikowski are keeping things low-key due to all the divorce drama that they are both going through. At least that is according to page six. Um, you know, there's been a lot of talk about Emily and and Brad kind of seeing each other on the lowdown in numerous places, and it's mostly because they have very public, messy breakups going on right now, and Brad has quietly been dating for the last couple of years, but um, they're being told he's worried that Angelina will badmouth him to the kids more than she already has if he has a serious girlfriend, and not just a serious girlfriend, a seriously hot girlfriend, (laughs) you know, at, at the end of the day, and so he's trying to just... Let, you know, get done with this Angelina stuff. They're already going through a bitter custody battle. They're already, he's dealing with the leaked FBI records, a $250 million lawsuit over the French winery. So the last thing he wants is more drama with Angelina Jolie. I think this is a great move for both of them. You know, it's clearly Brad has moved to, some would say, the next most, Brad's been with the most beautiful women in the world, from Jennifer Aniston to Angelina Jolie and now Emily Ratt. I mean, it's she's gorgeous. You know, she's got a great body, and she's all fresh off a divorce where she was, you know, some would say that she was married to a guy who was very below her, and now mm-hmm. she's married to one of the most beautiful and men that in the world. Was, and that was a, a an older, case where there was a bunch of allegations that he was cheating on her, by the way. Yeah, so I think it's actually a good move for her I think it's a good move for him because he's you know I, I think it's good that they're dating overseas I'm surprised that there's no photos yet but there will my, be there, there will you be. know but, but I, also I, Brad knows how to avoid all cameras yeah but he I is do, one of those stars that understands how to stay out of the camera lens my thing is I think it's Emily's team leaking this out I wouldn't be surprised this is great press for her it's great press for her. They, there's definitely some leaking going on. I, I think it's from. I her did camp. like that they called them Bradajkowski. <laughs> That's a good name. I kind of like it. <laughs> All right, That's let's a good move name. on. And number two. Number two, Katie Couric was diagnosed with breast cancer. So obviously, veteran journalist Katie Couric reported that she had some personal news on Wednesday. She did a whole post on her website where she di- uh, she shared the diagnostic. I can't talk right now, where she shared the diagnosis um, with the world and in a whole, like, post about, you know, she was in the middle of an open office. She walked over to the corner, spoke quietly. My mouth was unable to keep all the questions swirling in my head, but uh, went through. She, you know, she's been very open about a lot of her, her, her private life over the years being on TV, and I think this one really took her off guard. I mean, she did lose her first husband, Jay, to colon cancer in 1998. She's got some other uh, family members who are dealing with um, cancer. I know her mom had uh, an issue with cancer, so I think this is a very scary thing for Katie. Yeah, it's... uh... I think it was it's tough, you know. Katie Kirk's a legend. She did write, "I uh, please get your mammogram, annual mammogram," because she was six mm-hmm. months late this time, and I guess they found this six months later than it could have been found. So, but uh, you know, our our thoughts are with her. Katie Kirk's a legend, and uh, it seems like she's in pretty good spirits. Obviously, going through a tough time. Uh, Dax, the number one story of the week. So this one is sad. I'm sad about this one. But Coolio, Gangsters Paradise rapper has died at the age of 59. His rep came out and announced the news. Uh, they did not announce how um, 
the cause of death, anything like that, it all is all still um, a lot of question marks right now. But they did find him on Wednesday um, here in L.A. But like, dang, dude, this guy. I mean, legend with um, Gangsta's Paradise. And he Some was just kind of a fixture yeah. in reality TV, a fixture in Hollywood. And, uh, yeah, sad news. He just, yeah, he just came out. Coolio came out just at the right time. Like, it was just so happened that he made a song that went with the movie Dangerous Minds. And it came out, I remember, during the summer. And that song just, it was just huge how the song, how big the song became and then he made another song rolling with the homies that was with the movie clueless so it's just crazy he did these songs that went along with you know very big films that really helped his career i mean did he have a huge catalog of music that i think people know no but he was just more of like a something a fixture he was literally just i think that's the right word i think for people our age like growing up that was the soundtrack of like a lot of our childhood is yeah, hearing yeah. Coolio songs and then doing like VH1 reality shows and you just kind of pop up randomly throughout the years and um, I did not expect to see that news I guess is all I'm saying this week no but that's our top 10 stories of the week thank you guys for listening please leave a review uh, we really appreciate it make sure you follow us on Instagram Hollywood Raw Pod we're also on TikTok we got the Facebook group shout out to them because they're awesome talking with each other talking with us asking us questions and we have a huge uh, story to break in there so if you want to hear the huge story check out our Facebook group follow me at at Adam Glenn follow Dax Holt at at Dax Holt we'll see you guys next time bye a Huda Media Production